You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Girls Talking Boys on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and today I am joined by a very special guest, Miss Carmen Vitali of Fox Sports. Hello, Carmen. Hello, Megan. What a wonderful intro that was. I do try. <laughs> you did You did wonderfully, beautifully. Thank you. Well, I didn't think we'd be uh, seeing you this so soon in the this postseason. Uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I had high expectations or I had, I should say I had, I had better expectations than most of the Green Bay Packers this year, but even I was not ready to call a playoff shot, uh, much less going down to Dallas and facing the Cowboys, a, a really good at home team, like a really good at home Dallas Cowboys team, uh, in the wildcard round, but this is exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's new for us too. So, Hey, <laughs> I'm not seeing you guys in the postseason. That is just being good at home. So sure. Sure. Yeah, I was I was calling um the Green Bay Packers, even the Aaron Rodgerless Green Bay Packers, because Matt Flynn exists. Um, they're our boogie team. Like, you know, there's the boogeyman, which yeah. is Aaron Rodgers, but they're the boogie team. Yes. Yes. Uh I guess everybody kind of classified it as Aaron Rodgers being the boogeyman. And there were a few yeah. come from behind wins that, that Rodgers engineered in this series history. But the overwhelming recent history between these two teams is in favor of the Green Bay Packers. I think all but one of these games within the last, like, what, 10 or 15 matchups have gone to the Green Bay Packers. So this is going to be an interesting, what, the Cowboys are riding a 16-game home win streak. The Packers are the Cowboys boogeyman. Are they still the boogeyman with Jordan Love at the helm? I don't know. Jordan Love has had a better season or had a better regular season than Aaron Rodgers did last year. So that's true. Um, I don't love that, if you will. Um, but <laughs> have you heard of the Jimmy Johnson curse? Yes. Yes, I have. And okay. it's, it's apparently lifted, though, now because he's in the ring of honor. Yes. Right. So this is how we'll really know. This is, this is the litmus test. This is the test. Is we, if- okay. we we got rid of the um the tom brady like monkey on your back thing sure. last um so that was like okay check a box for deck prescott mm-hmm. now with the jimmy johnson curse lifted it's like can we you know show the packers a one two in the postseason can we you know go on to like you know see the 49ers and do a little something about that this is this is where we're going with that it's a uh, i'm excited for the potential voodoo uh options that i have I'm excited to see how much, how far this extends, right? Because the, 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 the Cowboys locked their division. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have been bitten by some sort of something. Uh, they're not really a, 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 no one's scared of the Eagles in this postseason. 
And the NFC playing field, playoff field is very much weak. It's a weak one. It's not, it's, it's, it's a pretty easy one. I think I would think to get through if you can beat the 49ers uh, later on. And I think this is, you're right. This is a huge test. I think this is going to be really interesting to see how far that curse extended. And if it's now lifted, what's the ceiling for the, for, for the Dallas Cowboys? At first, how, just really quickly, how crazy is it that like, and you used to cover the Bucks, So like going into this weekend, people are like, the Bucks are going to be- beat the Eagles. I know. I know. They're the uh, I can absolutely see it happening too. It's very hard to play Todd Bowles twice. I'm just going to tell you that. And I think Cowboys yeah. fans know that they got the monkey off their back last year, but the way that, especially within a season, if you play him twice, we saw it in the Bucks Super Bowl season, the rematch with the Saints did not go well for them. Uh, and that's because Todd Bowles can come up with different things and make you look, lull you into false sense of security with showing you the same looks, but acting totally differently. And the Eagles are, their spirit is just broken. So I think, especially having uh, the home game for, for the Bucks, that's going to be yeah. huge. I don't know what happened to them, but I'm so happy about it. I won't lie to you. <laughs> I just what is that you always say Philly, Philly, Dallas forever, Philly for never. Exactly. Anytime they're like, like shady going on speak and just being like, I just feel sad, man. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, the sophomore slump, even though they didn't win the Super Bowl last year, right. I guess is, is a, is a real thing. And I, yeah, this, this team does not look unstoppable by any stretch of the imagination. And I, I even asked a few of the Bucks coaches uh, this week. I'm like, what's, what's the deal with Philly? Like what's wrong? And they're like, we don't know. They've got a ton of talent. It's, it's a complete question mark or conundrum because on paper, they should still be good. And they're not, they're not executing. And it's it's weird for a lot of guys that it's not a lot of young guys either. There's a one, there's a great mix. Howie Roseman has made a great mix of veteran experience with young talent and then building through the trenches, which is supposed to be, you know, the foolproof plan, foolproof plan. And on paper, they look great. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not dumb enough to believe that the coaches haven't identified weaknesses in the Eagles, but still they're, they're confused too. Yeah. I mean, I won't linger on it too long, but it just gives me joy and I hope the Bucks win. I'm Um, happy for Dallas Cowboy fans. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Um, Now to where you might not be so happy for us. Uh, Give us, you know, a little preview of the Green Bay Packers. We have not, you know, really faced them so much in the Jordan love era, especially not this year, at least, but like, we're not too familiar with them right now. No, uh, they are completely new look green Bay Packers team. I think this is what the the organization was due for this turnover. I think last year, and that's why you saw so much friction with Aaron Rodgers. You saw a team that was trying to build through the draft to build through youth to usher in this new era. And you saw Rodgers digging in his heels wanting to keep his guys, guys that really wouldn't be on an NFL roster elsewhere. We've seen Alan Lazard now in New York be a healthy scratch. You've seen Randall Cobb be healthy scratch. It was just a whole, it it was a butting of the heads between Aaron Rodgers and what the organization was trying to do. Contrast that with this year. And this is the youngest team in in the league. They look drastically different. The Packers look drastically different than what they looked like in the beginning of the season, which is to be expected. That's what happens when you have a first-year starter and all of his quarter, his receivers, I should say, and his tight ends, all of them are in their first and second year. 
He's got a running game to lean on that now that Aaron Jones is healthy, but that hasn't always been the case this season. This team also looks drastically different whether or not Aaron Jones is on the field. And I don't think I need to tell you guys what Aaron Jones's splits is look like splits look like against the Dallas Cowboys. They're very, very heavily in favor of Aaron Jones and they've been riding Aaron Jones the last few weeks, the green Bay Packers have. So I could expect that to continue as well. And then on top of that, this defense all of a sudden found its pass rush the last couple of games. I take that with a grain of salt, given the fact that the last two opponents were a Nick Mullins-led Vikings team and Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears, which the Green Bay Packers still own. But they have nine sacks in their last two games. And that is going to be an issue for a Dallas Cowboys offensive line that is in varying degrees of health right now. So even if you had faced the Green Bay Packers, if the Packer, if the Cowboys had faced the Packers earlier this season, this still would not be the same team. They have grown up together and they are playing some, the best football they've played all season. Jordan Love is playing as good as any quarterback in the league right now. They're peaking at the right time. And any success they have in the postseason is total gravy at this point. No one expected a deep playoff run from these guys because they're the youngest team to ever make the postseason. It's wild. It's all wild, but it's going to be, they're going to, you're going to see some different stuff from them. Uh, Perhaps even some different stuff that we haven't seen this year from the Green Bay Packers in general. It's going to be a little bit of the, the old guard and the new guard with uh, Michael being over here in Dallas. Um, But you, at the beginning of the year, you had a take and I never thought you were crazy because I know better than to not trust you. That would be insanity on my part. Um, But (laughs) you had the take that, you know, that Jordan Love was going to like make the leap. He was going to like not be an Aaron Rodgers, but he was going to like be really good. <laughs> pretty He's going to be the third straight franchise quarterback for the yeah. Green Bay Packers. Yes. Yeah. And uh, everyone said you were crazy. What do you say to those people now? <laughs> Everybody wants me to take this victory lap now. I take, I, I, I tweeted should, out something though. on my social. I know I tweeted out something on my social media that just said, listen, I'm fighting an urge to do a victory lap. And I continue to fight that urge because this is my job. Yeah. My right. job is to gather as much information as I possibly can to trust my own evaluation skills, but then also trust the conversations that I'm having with people around the league. And everybody was telling me the same thing that Jordan love has whatever it is. And it's, I was talking to coaches that had just played him and all this other stuff. So that's where my opinion was coming from. But my point in tweeting an old article of mine from, I believe, week six uh, or week seven, maybe, was that what I said was that the Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love are going to need a little bit more time together than just six games before we can make any sweeping conclusions. It was a very mundane, very benign, just pump the brakes and, and relax for a second uh, article. And the, this wasn't the first article I had to mute. This wasn't the last article I had to mute. I had to mute my own work because of all of the insane responses that I was getting that ranged from dismissive to downright vulgar and vile and offensive. Yeah. And it just goes to show you a reality of what we deal with in this industry as uh, analysts, as journalists, as, you know, commentators in any sense, when you put your opinion out on the internet, the an opinion with which I'm paid, paid to have, uh, it just results in all of this insane vitriol. And I just wanted to remind people that that's not necessary. You can disagree without being disrespectful. So that was the point I made. Uh, but since then, everybody's been like, no, take a victory lap. And I'm like, I, yes, I was right. 
Uh, yeah. I was right about the Lions winning the division. I was right about the the Vikings defense being good and just needing a few weeks to take hold under Brian Flores. I was right about the Bears finishing seven and ten and keeping Matt Eberflus despite all of that. I, I was right about all of that. So there's my victory lap. But at the same time, so, this is my job. This is what I'm paid to do. Yeah. Uh, and I happen to be pretty good at it. So it's what true. are you going to do? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for allowing me that. Uh, yeah, a yeah. little mic drop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever were like, what's going on in the NFC North? If you're not reading Carmen's stuff, you're doing it wrong. Um, and that's that. what we have for here today. So, you know, with your knowledge on Jordan Love, tell us a little bit about like the pros and cons of his game. Just the, the pros of his game is that he was able to sit for three years behind whatever you think of the guy, uh, one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> to ever play the game yes. in Aaron Rodgers. And it allowed him to not only be mentored by a guy just, just by observation, but then also learn this offense in and out. And I talked about this a lot during the season where there was something that Tom Clements, the Green Bay quarterbacks coach said right before the season started that at any point during the time that Jordan Love was on the bench, he could lean over to Jordan and be like, Hey, what are we doing here? What should we do here? It's this defense. Like what play are we running here? And Jordan would know. So Jordan had all of that already processed in his brain before he ever took these starter snap. I know he started one game before this season, but before he ever became the guy. So that set him up really well. So the processing that Jordan Love has does not look like a rookie. He, I'm watching him check into three-step drops from a one-step drop post-snap because he realizes that the end is crashing down and he doesn't, he needs to get out of the way quicker. Or I'm watching him take his hot reads. I'm watching him change protection at the line. I'm watching him really internalize and process what he's seeing from the defense and knowing exactly what that means for his offense and what they're trying to do. That does not look like a rookie. However, there is, it is still possible to get to Jordan Love and to rattle him because he is still a young player. There is still an opportunity, which I know Dan Quinn, and I know Dan Quinn can get creative. There is an opportunity for Dan Quinn to show Jordan Love things that he has not seen before because he has such a small sample size of what he's actually faced in real time in the NFL. There, You absolutely can take advantage of an offensive line that has been kind of pieced together. They figured out the right combination it took until about week 12 or 13 for them to do that. So this line doesn't have a ton of continuity. And I just feel like, especially with the coverages that Dan Quinn is so good at, uh, checking, like presenting one look and then checking into something different post-snap. In that way, you can confuse Jordan Love. You can also get to him through the offensive line in a pass rush. Now, does Matt LaFleur also know that? Absolutely. So they know they're very aware of who Jordan Love is. And the thing is, Jordan Love can still improvise. He is very hard to defend when he is so accurate, even throwing off of his back foot. And I'm watching him throw these fadeaway shots that are dead on, that are exactly where it needs to be in order for his receiver to get it and no one else, that there is no defending something like that. So if you let him get into that rhythm and you let him kind of figure those things out about what your defense is doing, that's going to spell trouble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that, that sounds about right um, for good old Jordan Love over there. Um, <laughs> what do you... Th- what would you say um you said you were talking about the offensive line and they're a little bit patchworky um but they they seem to have gelled together mm-hmm. um how do you feel about the um just the way they like were they are they able to keep him in the pocket or is he having to kind of run a bit no they they they've been great in pass protection uh, they do give the thing is Jordan Love makes his decisions very quickly. He's a really good quarterback for offensive linemen. I think his entire offensive line would tell you they really enjoy having Jordan Love behind them because he can get the ball out quickly when he needs to. And he has those options because of Matt LaFleur's offense, offensive scheme in general. So he has his check down options. He's got, like I said, a really good backfield to lean on, although AJ Dillon didn't practice today, uh, Wednesday. But you have Aaron Jones who can catch the ball out of the backfield, who can also run it and has been so explosive. So you have options, Jordan Love and Jordan Love will take them. But at the same time, he can also bail himself out of trouble. So he can evade pressure. He can maneuver the pocket within the pocket, but then he can also roll out and like we're talking about kind of make those those throws on the run across his body, off, off, uh, off his foundation, off his leverage out of structure. Uh, he's really, he really likes throwing off of his back foot. I've seen him back up and back and do his little hops in the pocket and and just get going back a little bit further. But at the same time, I've also seen him step up in the pocket and to evade pressure. So he's learning all of that right now. And it's going to be up to the Dallas defensive line to keep him in the pocket as much as possible and collapse it. And in that case, you can see Jordan Love kind of, if you're getting, if you're getting in his face, if you're getting some hits, some pressure, you can see him get rattled a little bit. That's happened this season. It hasn't happened recently. The yeah. Packers have done very well recently. Uh, but you can, uh, you can see that he is growing, getting better. And he has a line that is doing all is doing their damnedest to protect him. Would you say that they, um, you know, get a lot of holding penalties over there? <laughs> I know where you're going with this <laughs> and I get it. Mike Parsons does not draw holding penalties and I sympathize with that, but I would, I would challenge uh, Dallas fans to go and watch guys like Miles Garrett also doesn't get holding calls. Oh, yeah. Any of the major pass rushers in this league uh, are not going to get the benefit of that call. Uh, again, uh, uh, NFL officiating, I don't think it's a secret, is skewed towards the offense as it is. Um, so you're just not going to necessarily get those calls regardless. And to Micah's credit, he has been able to overcome that and doesn't need that help, which is... It's silver lining. I get it. It's not, it's not much consolation, but having a guy that can overcome that uh, and just be a flat out difference maker every single game is something to hang your hat on. So I can't guarantee that green Bay is going to be any different in getting the holding calls, 
Um, but they are some of the some of the guys on the line are young. So there yeah. is a chance that maybe they commit some egregious holding calls <laughs> that the refs are forced to call. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on it. Sorry, guys. There's an account that does um <clears throat> like Renaissance painting comparisons to Micah Parsons missed holding calls. <laughs> and I'll is it like an art but sports, but like specifically yeah. for Micah? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's I so funny. It. Um it's funny and sad at the same time. Um, but let's go over to the other side of the ball and talk about the defense because they're gonna be going up against Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, little Jake Ferguson, Mr. Hurdle himself. Um <laughs> what hey, you- Packers have a tight end that likes to hurdle people too. So. Ooh, all right. All right. Uh, we're gonna play track then, huh? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. All right. Well, so um, what are we gonna see out of these guys uh facing our offense yeah like I said the pass rush has kind of come alive and that hasn't just been because of the Green Bay defensive front uh the secondary while starting a rookie in uh in Carrington Valentine is also getting you know locking some guys down and you've seen Joe Barry play a lot more man coverage over the last few weeks that has been kind of effective to the with the guys that he has in getting some of those coverage sacks and making sure that they're locking their guys down and I do think though um, if there, if, I mean, there are weaknesses on this green Bay defense, they have not played up to their talent level all season. They have lost games, even games that Jordan love has come from behind to put the green Bay Packers on top. They have blown these leads multiple times this season. And it's all about kind of the game plan going in. And I think that's a huge weakness with the green Bay defense because Joe Barry has not shown the ability to adjust in game. So whatever game plan he comes in with, it has to work. And if it doesn't, then the Green Bay Packers are SOL. So that's going to be the biggest thing with the defensive side of the ball. You are going to have Jair Alexander available. He's going to be motivated, um, but he is not. uh, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't think he's going to pull that again. I think he got the message. It was like slapping a toddler on the wrist and putting him in timeout. You just should designate him the captain every week. I don't know. I just, um, he was, I mean, they suspended him with a, you know, in a, in a crucial game. And so that shows you how serious they are about, you know, this team and, and making sure that you know, one's bigger than the team and that they all work together and stuff like that. It was, it was not an easy decision in green Bay to do that, but I respect Matt LaFleur for doing it because you really can't have a guy keep going rogue like that. And the defense finally showed fight against the Chicago Bears in fighting for Joe Joe Barry. I think it was Quay Walker in the locker room after the game that talked about how they like playing for him. Maybe it was it was either him or Sean Gary, but one of them, leader on that defense, saying, "Listen, no, we're we're going to play our ass off for this guy, and and he deserves to say we like the scheme that 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 we run." So. We're going to see if if that was a fluke, um, if, the, if the increased pass rush is just because they were playing familiar division opponents. Um, but I would expect them to absolutely try and go after Dak Prescott as much as possible. But I would expect Dak Prescott to attack, especially the outside of that defense, um, along the outside with CeeDee Lamb and any of their receivers, uh, and be effective that way. Um, have you heard that we are... 11 and 0 when Brandon Cooks gets more than 20 yards <laughs> receiving. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Uh, okay, so the main factor is to just not let Brandon Cooks get more than 20 yards. 
Or for us, <laughs> once we hit the 20 yard mark, we're good, right? You're good. You're good. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to win. I mean, <laughs> I fully expect them to try to shut down CeeDee Lamb first and foremost. Yeah. Um, I think any team that has had any success against the Dallas Cowboys this year has been able to effectively shut him down or take him out of the game, yeah. which should be, you know, that's basic defense 101 yeah. is take away their best player. Well, okay. You know, I don't think you can, yeah. not, you can either take away Dak Prescott, I guess, or you could take away CeeDee Lamb, but um, I, I fully expect Jair Alexander to be on CD lamb and we'll see if they stick with that man coverage scheme. We've seen a lot more of, or if they go back to zone and they kind of pass off CD lamb between some of the guys. But as far as experience goes, Jair Alexander is the most experienced. He's the highest paid corner in the league. I don't know why you wouldn't put him on, on CD on Sedarian. <laughs> Sedarian. Love that man. Um, there's, there's been a, um, I, you could really say this about us too. So like, this is not really, I'm not knocking them, but like I've, I've heard that um, <clears throat> people say that the Green Bay Packers are not good at coming from behind. Like if you can get up to a lead, like you kind of, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, wouldn't say knock them out of it, but that's just like, it hasn't been something they've done this year. Would you say that's true? Or is that just like a little bit underestimating that team? Um, I think it is a little bit underestimating that the team because we have seen Jordan Love come back um, and come from behind and put his team back up. It's just been the defense that hasn't been able to hold those leads like I I was talking about before. But I do think that when you are able to get out to a lead with the Packers, that takes away a lot of their run game because they have to keep making up, you know, chunk plays and, and that usually comes in the pass game, which neutralizes a lot of what Aaron Jones does well. And if you can neutralize Aaron Jones in any way, that is going to spell a good thing for the opponent because <laughs> Aaron Jones is is an integral part of this offense. And like I said, they look like a completely different team when he is on the field. And a really good way to neutralize him is to get out to a lead that, and make Green Bay play from behind, make them throw the ball, make them try to get those more explosive plays. Um and don't let them get the ground game going because again, that also unlocks so much more to their offense when they have that du- the, the dual phase uh, between the run game and the pass game because Jordan Love can sling it. He yeah. can sling it. So even if you do get out to a lead, I also would, you know, you can't take your foot off the gas with this team. Um, yeah. So it's kind of both. Are you overblowing it or oversimplifying it? Probably. But also that can take Aaron Jones out of it, which is a good thing for any opponent. Yeah, I'm intrigued what the uh, what the plan is for Aaron Jones. I feel like you know, us against the the run game is not always or hasn't, hasn't been the greatest this year. Great. But we do have Big Hank coming back this game, so at least there's that. That's true. That's true. That's a that's a big deal. He's your best run stuffer, uh, yeah. and that's gonna be that's gonna be key again against Aaron Jones. The the issue with Aaron Jones though is. He can go north, south, up the middle, and he can also bounce to the outside, and he can also catch passes out of the backfield. He is an explosive player. He's a wild man. Um, do would you um like to make a score prediction? Oh boy! First of all, um, I never hold anyone to these because mine are awful. <laughs> I I just for funsies. Right now, for funsies, I, I'm I'm terrible at at score predictions. Um, over under, but, 50, right? What's the over under? Fifty. 50 and a half, 50.5. Yeah. All right. What's the spread? You know what the spread is? Seven and a half. All right. Well, I'll pick the Packers to cover that all day. Um, I think it's going to be, 
lot closer than maybe like well, too close for comfort for Dallas fans. Um, if if Green Bay doesn't in fact pull off the upset, which I think is a possibility here, but I'm gonna go 31-27 Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't hate yeah. it. Obviously not. I picked Dallas to win. I know. <laughs> I'm easy. Easy yeah, to please. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I listen, I, I I would be remiss not to talk about Dak a little bit more because I just yeah, please. Wax I need to make it I need to make it clear that he <laughs> I know he's I listen, he is a top 10 quarterback. I don't I don't really know what you want from these guys, but especially this year where we've seen so many injuries and we've seen how much these guys matter. Uh Dak is playing at an MVP MVP caliber level, and the Cowboys would be nowhere without how he played he's played this season. And if they do make a deep playoff run, it will be because of Rain Dakota Prescott. So I I'm a big Dak fan. I've been a big Dak fan. Um, and I didn't think, you know, he get I think we need to pump the brakes on judging a player by one season because if you look at the totality of his career in the NFL, it's a damn good one. So there you go. Yeah, it is. That's right. All day. I'm going to clip that. I'm going to let the people know. Even the NFC North knows. The North knows. I think that's something on Game of Thrones. I'm not really sure. Oh, no. The North remembers. The North North remembers. remembers. They remember. They remember Dak Prescott. Um, Perfect. Well, I love everything. Well, not everything that you said, but, you know, especially that last part. (laughs) Um. What do you what are your thoughts about the Lions game just really quick before I let you go? Yeah, listen, the NFL scriptwriters did their thing, right? Uh you got Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford facing off. This is the first time this has ever happened where two team or where two quarterbacks are facing their former teams in the playoffs in the same game. So much less the fact that the te- two teams traded for these quarterbacks. Um it's going to be a dogfight and the Rams are really exciting fun ascending team at this point but the way that the Detroit Lions believe in themselves is an incredible thing to see it's been a joy to cover this season um it was a joy to cover last season even though they started one and six I was in that locker room during that time and you would have never known and that's not an indictment on that team not taking things seriously clearly they did because they turned it around they were just they were that they had that much of a belief in themselves and Dan Campbell has done a wonderful job he fits the city of Detroit so well and perfectly and to a T and having that game at Ford Field is incredible for Lions fans I'm so excited for them I don't even know how this is going to go I can talk matchups all day but at the end of the day it's going it's going to come down to energy and it's going to come down to which of these teams wants it more. And I am never going to bet against a Dan Campbell team and how much they want something. That's, that's, that's really like fair and um, magical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know fun. what? Who knows? We might, we might, if we can make it past the Green Bay Packers, we might see them in Dallas next week. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a fun little rematch for the Lions. I know they're chomp- champing at the bit. <laughs> Uh, to have a little bit of a rematch after the way that last game ended. So yeah, same, honestly, because I would like to win and not have to hear about the refs. So <laughs> yeah, fair. That's fair. That's fair. To be fair, Lions fans, I feel similarly in a different way, but you know what? <laughs> Alrighty. Well, tell everyone where they can find all your amazing work and where to follow you. 
Uh, I am at Carmi V, C-A-R-M-I-E-V on both Twitter, X, and Instagram. And then you can find all of my articles and work on foxsports.com. Uh, all my various podcast appearances and everything like that appear on my social channels. So tune in. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you'll catch her on like the Kay Adams show or like <laughs> anywhere. You could just like turn on your TV and she might just be there. I might just be there. I know I've uh, I've made some very wonderful friends in this industry and that's it's it's really nice to see that. Well, good people like good people. So that's what it's all about. That's why I like you. Oh, I love you, too. Um, <laughs> all righty, guys. Well, we have a fun little matchup against the Packers at three thirty. Um, on Sunday. So be sure to tune in. Wear white if you are going to the game. I don't want to see any of y'all in Navy. I swear to Bob. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting up with it. No Navy. Wear white. Um, and if you need to find out any information about the Dallas Cowboys, you can go to bloggingboys.com and we have stuff for you. We also have a podcast every single day that you can listen to about the Dallas Cowboys. And it is at Blogging the Boys, wherever you listen to podcasts. And, um, you know, until next week, it's Dallas forever, Philly for never. Also, Packers for never. Bye. <laughs>to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today